Previously on Diceweave. The plan is to arrive at building, break into building, steal unmarked record, leave. You unlock this cabinet. You find a bunch of records. I'm going over to the computer. <laughs> there is an outgoing message. More dust being sent would be beneficial. Guys, cars outside. They look like employees. And then the door behind y'all opens up. I want to use spin identity. And I want to convince everyone that I am a police officer. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a stick of gum. His tongue almost is silver. Return any property right now. I would love to do that for you, but I'm afraid I need to follow the rules. Of course. All right, bitches. We were running away. Well, we weren't running away. We were driving rather triumphantly away from our fucking burglary. We did crimes. We did amazing. We got magic records. Y'all committed multiple crimes, in fact. You also impersonated a police officer. To be fair, that was one of us. I have never felt so close to this group as that moment. As far as they know, I was a police officer. That's what impersonating a police officer (laughs) means! They won't figure it out for at least half an hour. I mean, we didn't commit any assaults. That's a plus. No violent yeah. crimes. Yeah, yeah. You, oh. you were you well, barely. Bell did run into a guy. Oh come on! People run into guys all the time. She like shoulder checked him. Well, we're in Canada. It's part of our national pastime. And arguably <laughs> stole and then immediately lost a phone. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if we didn't take it off the scene. We didn't steal it. It got thrown into a nearby snowbank. He can find it. <laughs> so where are we where are we genuinely starting? Are we back at the estate here? My question is for returning to the estate, which is what you were saying you were gonna do last time. It's like four AM. Probably four, maybe even four thirty when you get back to the estate. I don't know, it doesn't really matter. Are y'all going to bed or are you pulling an all nighter? How jazzed is everybody after committing a burglary? Because I know it's adrenaline may or may not play a factor into some of y'all's sleep schedules. I think Nav is a little bit jittery, kind of like fear drunk, you know, like high Mm. on the adrenaline. Pete's asleep. What makes you think this is the first time Pete's committed crimes? He probably did it by accident once. Belle is absolutely not going to sleep. It's just completely and utterly like raw excitement now. Not even adrenaline, it is just excitement. Having a great time with the boys. Colin? He is just, he's just napping. It's like, what a fun day. <laughs> Colin is on his fourth cup of coffee and is, uh, like, examining the record intently. It has been for, like, an hour. Great, so I'm the only one who's asleep. I, I love that, actually. <laughs> so, we've already gotten some evidence together from this case. We can go right back to the estate and start analyzing it. Colin, I see that you've already gotten a head start on this. Belle, you seem pretty energized. Pete's asleep, but we can just lock him in the car for his safety if you'd like. I mean, I'm I'm happy to go on with this. This is amazing. W- I mean, we're on a fucking roll. Why wouldn't we keep going? Colin? I think we need to do more research. Yes, more research. Let's fucking go, boys. Shh, Pete's sleeping. Yes, more research. Everybody be quiet. Pete is sleeping. Oh, shit, you're right. Oh, uh, Nav pulls out some of their earplugs and <laughs> puts them in, in <laughs> Pete's ears while they're Wait, sleeping. Wait, careful, Nav. I am being very careful. I understand human ears are very fragile. I learned that one the hard way. That is so... What the fuck, Nav? Look, trust me, you just don't want to have a paper clip removed from in there. <laughs> I can imagine. Sleep. okay so i assume all of you are still in the car yeah we're just driving up to the lot now i guess Pete's just like face slumped against the window of the car (laughs) in the back seat just napping away no he is (laughs) who's driving 
I guess Bell by Bell or Nav by well, I put earplugs in, so let's say Bell. Yeah, I'll be driving. I'm driving. I, I misunderstood. I thought there was a time skip, but now I'm committing with it. Pete just <laughs> went into the car and it's like, I'm gonna take a nap. So he did. <laughs> he just crashed. It was a lot for him. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long day. He's had a busy day. He's a sleepy boy. Y'all went shopping? Went to a movie, and then you immediately did research, did some interviews with people, and then went to a concert, did more research, and then broke into a building. Like, this has been a packed (laughs) 20 hours. I think Nev is very thoroughly on that hallucinating edge of, like, the second win you get when you've stayed up way longer than you really should, but you still feel energized because you're overtired. Mm Mm-hmm. Belle's just one of those people who's just, like, frustratingly awake despite everything. Like, n- no caffeine, just just awake. And it's just insulting. And Colin? Uh, Colin just doesn't have the capacity to sleep if there's, like, a mystery that needs to be solved. Aww. Come on, Scooby, let's go! <laughs> so then do you ever sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in between cases. Oh, God. All right, so we're going to the the estate. Are we leaving Pete in the car? I feel like that's a bad idea. Like, you're not supposed to leave kids in the car and shit. Like, that's... that's, Wow. (laughs) Can you carry him? I can absolutely carry him. My my worry would be that I wouldn't, like... I might wake him up. Like, gently. Okay, okay, okay. I can give a shot here. Rolls to pick up Pete. <laughs> Let's fucking go. This is up to y'all. Y'all can just role play this. Uh, Pete, if you want to wake up or don't, like that's up to you. <laughs> y'all are at the estate now. Uh, Nobody's just gonna at least shake his shoulder. We're, we're just we're just gonna carry the boy. <laughs> I don't think anybody here is operating on all cylinders. Look, we've already established everybody's way too tired, whether or not they're actually admitting it. They have skipped the point of basic logic, <laughs> going straight to the to the lateral moves. I need a microscope and a cup of coffee. All right, Nav runs off to go get a, a microscope and a cup of coffee, just disappears into the hallways. Bella's just standing with, like, it picked up Pete. And it's just like, ah, oh, all right, fuck. <laughs> Pete will wake up if you guys try to carry him. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Bell was going to just straight up try to carry you in. <laughs> all right. Picks you up. Oh, oh, fuck. Sorry. Uh, what, what's going on? I. Hey, buddy. <laughs> We're back at the <laughs> estate. Hi. Cool. Why am I being carried? <laughs> you were asleep. We didn't want to wake you up. Well, that's. Really kind of you guys. <laughs> You're our friend, yes? I hope so. <laughs> yes, friends, compatriots, let us continue on our mission. Nav, I'd say that you don't talk like a person sometimes. I'm a person. That, that, I was saying, I'd say that you don't talk like a person sometimes, but you just have your own way of speaking that's just so perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I think. Yes. I'm going to- It just reminds me of one of those computer-generated uh, shit posts sometimes. Nav just kind of stares blankly at that. Oh, fuck it. Uh, um, inside! Ha, huh, fuck. Uh, sorry, I'm all- I always make shit awkward. <laughs> Alright. Nav is going to go into the, the research room and get, like, I think we probably still have some snacks and stuff left over. If anyone wants to spend some recovery rolls, you can. I don't think any of us got that fucked up. So y'all make your way through the estate. It's dark. You make your way into Castle Loma, down the gift shop elevator, through the security checkpoint where a sleepy looking guard perks up the moment the elevator comes down and kind of relaxes a bit when he sees you. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to a lab? Do you want to just like hang out in a like a meeting room? Uh, we should probably head back to the lab that had the, uh, that we tested the first set of records in, but I guess everyone else is probably asleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if y'all want to do testing at four in the morning, it's going to be four overtired people doing experiments with unknown materials unsupervised. 
Doesn't that sound like a great idea? I think the further into the the estate we get, the more clearly tired Nav gets. Like they start like wobbling a little bit. Uh, Nav, are you are you feeling all right? I am feeling. I sure am. That's always oh, good. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should call it a night, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go sleep on the floor of my apartment. If you guys want to sleep on the floor of my apartment or other areas, you are welcome. They also don't notice if you sleep in some of the closets here. I've I've yet to test out sleeping in a closet here, but uh... If you're used to sleeping standing up, it's not that bad. Well, There's a lot to unpack about that. Uh, most of us aren't, but uh... well, there's what there's one mystery solved. Nav was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> in at least one, <laughs> at least one recursion, Nav has been a beautiful stallion, and they've never forgotten this. No. Um... All right, change of plans. We sleep. Nav is going to very sleepily navigate to their uh, apartment without really like fully opening their eyes, but they're gonna get it right anyways, because they've done it before, and they're, they're good at this. Nice. God damn, that's just impressive. I'm role-playing someone with a sense of direction, since I have one, none in real life, and I'm very jealous. Never <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on their bedroom floor now. Unless y'all want to role-play sleeping, we can sleep, wake up in the morning, be sure to refresh your pools, because I don't think anyone really emptied them enough to make roles relevant. All right, the sun is shining. Not that anyone can tell because uh, it's winter and you're underground. Well, then the sun probably isn't shining anyways. Unless we slept in like a lot. <laughs> I mean, I assume that you slept in a bit. Probably noon Fair now. Because you went to bed at 4 a.m. Bellman just is kind of sleep, but is up at like 8. I think Nav is just out until somebody goes to r- wake them. Bell's just vibing, not going to wake anybody else up. Knows the importance of actually getting rest, even if she doesn't manage to. Colin is still fast asleep on the couch. Pete was kind of vaguely dreary that entire time, and was just kind of... He would just wander into wherever his bedchamber was, and he would maybe do some writing down on his sketchbook, and he'd probably fall asleep with his, his notebook on his chest. What do you want to do? Y'all y'all are awake now. I think let's just move to the anal- analysis of our new materials. On the way there, uh, Pete will just, uh, Pete, lo- looking like really bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, will wave high and say, man, I don't know about you guys, but I slept like a baby. Anyway, are we like wanted fugitives now? Or I, we did kind of impersonate an officer. That's a crime, right? Only one of us impersonated an officer. And no members of law enforcement were present to see us, and even if we were described to the police, it isn't likely that we'll be targeted very well. <laughs> it's much more likely they'll give a vague description of us, and then it'll just go on to be a fucking dead case. Although I might worry more about the individual who we burglarized coming after us than the police in this situation. Who gives a shit? We're gonna go get them next. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. Absolutely nothing about this situation is dangerous. <laughs> I've been worse. Although we should tell Steve at the motor pool not to use that license plate again. Yeah, that actually is a good situation. We'll be filing all of the basic paperwork today anyways. Oh, also, I did want to ask, uh, were we supposed to, like, uh, do we have to have a driver's license or something? to use those. You, you didn't? You have to have a driver's license to drive in the country of Canada, yes. Did- oh, I don't have one of those. <laughs> well, that adds to the list of crimes we committed last night. Look, everybody gets a uh, gets a farmer's permit back in t- uh, Kentucky. I never really got anything beyond just getting my driver's license back in America. When I came here, I didn't really plan ahead that much. And th- I've just been walking everywhere ever since. Colin, do you have a driver's license? 
Of course I have a driver's license. Pete? Yeah, I I work for a living. You kind of need those in rural, uh, well, I've been in a lot of places where you- You probably have one in both countries. Yeah. Because I haven't, we haven't managed to say this, but at some point I said that, well, we kind of retconned his backstory and whatnot, and then we're blah, 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 and we just kind of said stuff. But no, it makes more sense for Pete to be dual citizen. <laughs> yeah. So that's a canon thing. Anyone who is kind of trying to keep track of Pete's Schrodinger's citizenship. <laughs> he's a dual citizen, which means that he's a nation of any country where he wins a duel. It's a note for future wiki authors. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go. Hello to our future internet internet historians who di- <laughs> mark all of our dialogue obsessively. All right, all right. Uh, so I think Nav is going to suggest that we all go to the science department and get what our, our new records, you know, analyzed by the team and then move on from there. All in agreement? Sounds good, though. Should I grab us some coffees or something? I, I know I'm not going to be as much use in the labs or anything. There's not much I can do except not touch things and try not to fuck, fuck shit up. You know, I would love that. Triple espresso black. Jesus. I get fueled up for research. Nav, you want anything? I thank you for your kindness, but I do not feel any uh, coffee is necessary in this venture. Pete? Do they do want chocolate? I mean, coffee's great and all, but it kind of gives me the runs, and I feel like I should spend the next half hour not in the bathroom. Too much information? I will absolutely ask, because that sounds amazing, and I will definitely get some hot chocolate, too, if that's an option. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean... <laughs> for the suggestion, not for the gratuitous description of my... It's important to remember, Pete, that people tend to find discussions of one's physical functions to be inappropriate, regardless of how normal they are. I mean, I never understood that. I mean, everybody does it, right? Why are we pretending... Exactly! Do you know how difficult it is to understand everything about the human body when nobody wants to talk about it? You know, I never really thought about that. That is fascinating. I... Is it? No, I don't actually know. Let's go do science. <laughs> I have a theory that this is why your aliens in science fiction stories tend to probe anuses so often. It is the inability to learn from basic human conversation about them. Pete's eyes will widen and he's going to scribble in his notebook furiously. Flashing back to that one time he definitely got fucking probed. That was just a sex club. That's one interpretation. <laughs> Look, can you tell me that he hasn't probably gotten abducted once? That absolutely sounds like a Pete thing to have happened. You can neither confirm nor deny. If we're if we're referencing pipe trade wiki authors, I want mine to be as deeply confused about Pete's canon backstory as possible. Pete may or may not have been abducted by aliens as a small child. <laughs> Everything is like a mobster talking about their potential crimes, hypothetically, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Who's to say? Allegedly, we're at the fucking science offices. Sounds good. Oh, welcome back. You're here You're here so soon. Yes. What have you been up to today? This is Dr. Hassan. We committed several crimes. Uh, ah, well, that was last night. Today we've been sleeping. I see. I think I don't need to know about it. We tried to do research, but we mostly fell asleep. Sleep is good for the body. You had a long day yesterday, didn't you? When did you get back? Never mind. I can't know. The less I know, the better. It's not important. What is important is these. And I pull the records out. Ah, I have a much better understanding of what crimes you committed. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> yes, we have collected some actually functioning, at least in theory, records from the individuals uh, from outside of this recursion. We did narrowly evade capture by one of said individuals, but we seem to have given them the slip, as they say. I see. I suppose you'll be wanting to run some tests. Uh, do you want oh. the same test as last time? Yes, please. Thank you. Alright, we do a montage of setting up the Paul Blart Mall Cop Ballistics Dummy in a sealed room with a record player. 
I bring drinks for everybody. I I brought a water for Nav because they seem like the sort of person to just kind of forget that water needs to be drunk a lot. Yeah, Nav is the kind of person who doesn't get food into their system until they're about to faint. The feeling I got, but... They drink the entire cup of water at a vaguely alarming rate. Oh, Jesus. Nav, are you waterboarding yourself or what the fuck? Oh, in order to do that, you would have to get a very complicated rig set up. It's not that complicated. I mean, mostly you just need a towel. Yes, but to do it to oneself, you would need to have some kind of a pulley system in order to drop the water. You can't just drop it on your face expectantly. That's the whole part of the torture. Well, I suppose that's fair. Why are we talking about this? Here's your hot chocolate and your demon coffee. What the fuck? This is the second time we've talked about waterboarding on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear, the estate does not engage in advanced uh, interrogation techniques as they are known by the U.S. government. However, it is important to know how these techniques work in case one encounters them. See, I wish I could judge, but I also know probably too much about how waterboarding works, so, uh... (laughs) Pete, do you know how waterboarding works? No, (laughs) I guess I could probably use it for a scene. Uh, g- give me the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully okay. expecting you to be like, oh, there was that one time that I was kidnapped by... <laughs> oh, I remember that one. That one week in summer camp. All the kids were into waterboarding. Oh, yeah, there was this drug cartel once. I accidentally stole a bag of cocaine <laughs> then gave it to a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Wait, you were responsible for cocaine bear? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. In 1985? No, back on subject. What happens to Paul Blart Mall Cop? All right, we cut past this explanation of the of waterboarding. All right. Earmuffs on. Everybody puts their earmuffs on. They start up the record player. Paul Blart Mall Cop is sitting in a room or standing in a room with a record player and Wait, do we hmm? Do we have any tracking on this Dummy, to figure out where it's gone after it's gone, if it goes? Uh, that would be somewhat difficult and uh, slightly more expensive. Uh, I'm just thinking we could figure the recursion this man is sending people to if we send something there that isn't, you know, a human person. Can you... Do you do, does electro, do trackers work through recursions? It was kind of... I mean, admittedly, if I... I'm still kind of taking in all the information they've been teaching me, but uh, I wasn't under the impression that if this is going to a different recursion, like, there wouldn't exactly be satellite there. Not, not Nothing we could reach. Dr. Hassan says, So there are tools that allow tracking through other recursions. Typically, they take the form of ciphers or uh, specialized artifacts that can translate in such a way. I know that quickened individuals, when you translate, you can translate with a... It it is referred to as a focus by many in the community. And there is one that you can take when you translate that makes you more skilled specifically in translation and eventually in tracking. I suppose we could wait a while and... See if we could requisition a tracking cipher. Dr. Hassan, do you believe we'll get any valuable for information from simply teleporting the thing away, or should we wait on this requisition? I mean, we don't even know that's what it does. If Well, okay, it's pretty likely we don't. I mean, maybe, maybe they could they be sending them somewhere else here? I mean, I don't know how any of this works, really. I don't really know exactly what is going to happen either, I do have suspicions. Spiral dust, metoid dust, as some of us, as it is sometimes referred to, is a, it is a drug. It works on perceptions. I don't know what other properties it might have hidden away, but it is typically a drug. I don't know exactly what binding it to a record would do. But that's why we're here. Does it open a portal? It might. Uh, well, we do have multiple records, don't we? We could, I guess, try this one and 
see what happens. And if we think we need a cipher, we can then get a cipher. But uh, if it takes some time, well, we they already kind of know we're onto them. If we were at the Seattle branch, we would easily be able to acquire one. But here at the estate, it is a somewhat more limited resource for now until everything is settled in. We are improving, but also a lot of resources are being put towards the Nexus and figuring out what's going on with that. I'm taking time out of my day to help you with this. Thank you, Dr. Hassan. You're welcome, dear. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Let's continue with this test, then. I simply wanted to see what your opinion was on the matter. All right. You start up the record, and nothing happens. God fucking damn it. Does something alive have to be in there? Does anybody have a rat? I mean, we did steal this from Radigan. <laughs> Are there any lab animals we could use? I mean, we could just throw, like, I could just go in there. Nah, nah, if anyone's going in there, it's me. It's fairly easy to hey, capture. Hey, why the fuck, Pete? Well, because I'm good at surviving things. It's like my one character trait. I, besides, I'm, I'm like the least experienced person here. That probably makes, like, somewhat defines me as expendable, but I'll be fine. We don't know where it would send us, and we also don't know how easy it would be to get back. So I'm thinking we might want to wait on that, or we'd all want to be in there so that we can have each other's backs. Should I go get a pigeon from outside? Please don't steal pigeons from the streets. We had this conversation yesterday. I mean, it's not really stealing uh, wild animals. That's that's like pigeon kidnapping? Nav, how often do you snatch pigeons off the street? Only when I need them. They don't belong to people. Then do you need pigeons? Only when we're doing tests. It hasn't come up before, to be clear. It just seems like if the situation calls for a test animal, Toronto is a city that has a large population of pigeons, which are traditionally a domestic species, and it wouldn't be terribly difficult to get one. Like, if I went outside and trapped a squirrel in a net, it wouldn't be stealing the squirrel. Look, maybe I did catch a couple pigeons just to see, but I didn't do anything to them. Am I crazy? I'm... No, you're the only logical one here. Okay, good. Wait, what? Colin, help me go get a pigeon. I just don't want to hurt the birds. They're nice birds. Do you know what we should grab? We should grab, like, a fucking uh, ferret or some shit. Those fuckers are evil incarnate. They're expensive. Well, what do you have against ferrets? My, my second cousin had a, has a pet ferret. He made the best noises. Yeah, ferrets are great. Yeah, they make the best noises as they fucking bite you. They're like really long cats. <laughs> Nav is going outside to get a pigeon. Wait, Nav, wait, come back here. Come back. Wait, fuck! <laughs> Dashing after Nav. Nav stops because Dr. Hassan said so. They don't They don't go very far. And they come back looking a little bit sad. I... We did get some data. <laughs> oh, I guess we should probably look over that. <laughs> We're all just like, nothing happened! Time just start experimenting on animals, dear God! Ah, <laughs> uh, I didn't have a chance to tell anyone, but bring it up, but... Because, you know, it takes a little bit of time to analyze these things. But, we did get more data than the last time, and it is clear that the dust and the magic that has been infused into this record... Do, do you have any leads on that, by the way? Uh, flying purple people leaders. She she stares at you, un <laughs> unsure if you're serious or not. Uh, absolutely dead face serious. No. Okay, that sounds far more concerning. Why why are why won't you lead with that? Are there flying purple people leaders in Toronto? No, I believe Belle is being facetious for some sort of humor. What? No, that that is my leading theory right now. Uh. As far as we know at this point, it was done by a compatriot of some version of the Pied Piper. Uh, that too, yeah. Uh, it's recorded from music played with a cipher that allows the player to influence the minds of the listener. It's actually an artifact. Sorry, artifact. What's the difference between an artifact and a cipher? Ciphers are one use only, and they translate naturally. Artifacts are objects of power that can be used multiple times. They typically don't translate, but some do. Okay, thank you. The record was recorded 
with an artifact played that allows the musician to influence the minds of the listeners. As one would expect from the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper is involved. Oh, wait. Okay. Sorry. I was not informed of a number of features of this case. So the Pied Piper or the Pied Piper's flute is in Toronto and being played. Well, that explains the magic. Yes. The, the music is a carrier for the magic and that is being infused when it is recorded, but that normally doesn't happen naturally. I wonder if the dust is somehow interacting with it and keeping it bound to the record. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. It's like magic duct tape. Well, the, something is com- there is magical energy being put off by the record when it is being played. I don't know what that does. But I suspect if it has something to do with music and the Hyde Piper, I suspect it has something to do with the sound itself. So, yes, a living thing likely would be helpful, but... Nev is perking up. But I don't... (sighs) Do you have any other suggestions for how to test this hypothesis? Well... Nav tilts their head. It is a record playing music. I suspect it is designed for human ears, which is not particularly helpful. Are you telling me I should kidnap a person instead? No, do not kidnap a do yeah. not kidnap okay, anyone. Okay, well that 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 is a step too far. I thought so as well, but I just wanted for clarification. Alright. We do have creatures here that are well taken care of, but sometimes animal testing is necessary to avoid harm coming to personnel. All right. Emma, please go get uh, one of the mice. I'm still not certain why we need to use a valuable lab animal when I could easily capture a pigeon. Do you have, like, something in particular against pigeons, Nav? The, I, did, I, I just thought there wasn't a lab rat here, but... You don't have anything against them i just know that they're freely available taking up space and freely available are two very different things nav easily accessible do not steal pigeons off the street <laughs> i can't <laughs> yeah at some point in the series nav will get to steal a pigeon but not the yep. i'd give it a cute little hat nav is pouting <laughs> A little bit. Aww. It's almost imperceptible, but there's a teeny bit of a pout going on here. Don't think of it as stealing. Think of it as adopting a pigeon. Can I adopt a pigeon? Aisha sometimes has to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Emma comes back with a mice, a mouse. <laughs> a mice. Looking, looking kind of sleepy, waking up, scratches its little ear. Oh, no, it's cute. Oh, don't make me feel guilty about this, you little fuck. Nap covers their eyes. Oh, now you're now you're ashamed. This is not shame, it's simply pragmatism. Being emotionally attached to the very adorable rodent will not help us in this particular mission. Yes. Uh they put the mouse in there and y'all want to start it up. Nav, if you will do the honors. I feel as though this is some sort of punishment. Fine. <laughs> they hit the button. Farewell, good soldier. I presume everyone puts their earplugs on. Yes, and the pouting is more yeah. evident now. <laughs> uh, the record goes up, and the mouse starts listening, and kind of it perks up, and it looks that v- watches the record player very almost entranced, you know, and kind of starts to sway, and then the record player comes to a, a close. Or it, it stops, and the mouse is sitting in there and starts to kind of skitter around the table, starts to climbing up Paul Blart, mall cop, ballistic dummy, and is like very, very excited seeming, very, very, very skittery. But it's still there. Mm. Huh. Okay. If I put a small GPS tracker on the rat, maybe we can follow it. Mouse, sorry. Rodents. Can we put a leash on him? <gasps> yes. Dr. Hassan, do you have a leash? 
I suppose. Probably. It's all right. It, it, it's all good. I, I'm a really good. I'm a really good seamstress. I can sew a little harness for him. All right, that might take too much time. It seems that uh, perhaps we should examine the mouse. Yes. Yes. Before yeah, we let's allow. Let's go it. get Algernon. You already named it. Of great. <laughs> can you tell me he doesn't look like an Algernon? It is a very strange name. What is his origin? Oh, uh, a really, really depressing kid's book about a uh, mouse who's used for testing and a man with a developmental disorder both being made into geniuses and then dying for it. Flowers for Algernon. Yep, it's really depressing. Read that shit in ninth grade, made me cry. Is this why you all feel much more intensely about animals testing than I do? Should I be reading this novel? I have not read it, but I no. feel bad about this. I'm just glad the, the little guy was okay. I still maintain we could have just used me. I have looks a little bit troubled by this all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emma has gone in and retrieves the mouse is wearing a wearing some thick gloves and they put the mouse in a, a little tank, little, you know, little little mouse tank or whatever mouse tanks are called. And they <laughs> Dr. Hassan starts to look take a look. And says, "Oh, Oh, that makes it. Of course. Yes, of course. Nav tilts her head. As you may be able to see, if you come all gather around, look at these, look at the mouse's eyes. And you can see in its eyes a spiral pattern, kind of flicker, flicks of gold and purple. Oh, damn. This is one of the side effects of taking spiral dust. This mouse is high, uh, um, this mouse is very high. (laughs) (laughs) I want to assume that Dr. Hassan was about to say high as a motherfucker and then stopped themselves because it was not appropriate for this setting. Uh, you'd be pretty much correct. (laughs) Algernon is tripping balls then, huh? (laughs) Yes, yes, Algernon. The, this mouse has been affected by spiral dust. It, it, it would seem that these records, through music, through audio, are a means of consuming spiral dust. That looks like good shit. Interestingly, nope. its paws are not purple. Most of the time, the, there are multiple side effects, and one of them is the spiral irises, but another is the turn, the staining of the hands while you are uh, under its influence. Right, the purple hand problem. So is this, um, has he developed a method of taking spiral dust that lowers the a number of side effects? Perhaps. This is a mouse. It is a little bit, the dosage may be a bit... It, it is not quite compatible with... It, it is not a one-to-one with a human, but spiral dust, when someone is translated by it, it is usually because of an overdose. They are seeing... This mouse is seeing into another recursion right now, but has not translated there, has not gone there, because it is not at that dosage. How it... I there The record that we played just now gave off weaker signal than it did the first time around, but there it is it seems to be a somewhat linear degradation on each use. I suspect there are a number of uses left, uh, essentially doses of spiral dust on this record and the other that you brought in. And then I suppose a human trial should go on next. Nav goes towards the... Uh... The testing room. Uh, Where are you? Wait, 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 Nav. I thought we agreed it was me. Nav, hey! <laughs> fucking hell, Pete! I volunteered first. Look, I have had previous premonitions about this recursion, at least in theory. It seems as though t- being able to compare my premonitions with the environment seen through the spiral dust is the most valuable information we could gather at this time. But also, Nav, you're one of the only smart people here who knows how to evaluate this kind of shit. Exactly. I will I mean, take the. I will no. choose not to take offense for that. 
Oh, no, absolutely was not including you in that. I was talking about the fact that me, myself, primarily, would be absolutely useless for this kind of shit. That's why I sh I'd make a good guinea pig. I have no fucking brain cells up here. We need to be able to get a good reference of what this space is. If you don't believe you're capable of describing it accurately, that doesn't really resolve anything. I can use adjectives. I write for a living. I can do it. Okay, yeah, Pete's probably the best at describing. One thing that I also find interesting, that most of the time Spiral Dust users see different recursions. Sometimes they describe similar ones, but they often are different. One of the issues, one of the many issues, aside from its highly addictive properties... Oh, right. <laughs> ...are the fact that if someone does accidentally translate, they are very difficult to find again because it is difficult to know where they went. They scatter across the strange. They scatter across the chaos sphere. So multiple trials might, well, would be useful, but I must warn you that at least with the standard consumption form of consuming spiral dust... It is fairly addicting. Oh, I... And you might need to... Uh, if it is, if it has the, that same addictive property with the record, which it might, it might not. If there's no hands, I mean, maybe some of the, the side effects are different. I don't know. That would take more tests, but it you might need to deal with detoxification. Is there an better way, do you think, to get this information than a first-hand test? Quickly? No. But I don't want to see you hurt. I just want you all to have all of the information I can provide. I'll do it. Are you certain that's wise, Colin? Look, I'm not going to put anyone else in this team at that kind of risk. I mean, if it's our choice... I still maintain I'd be perfectly fine for this. It is your choice, and I, two trials would be helpful. Because if you are seeing different recursions, or if somehow there's something else going on, if there's influence on the magic, I, I don't know. I, look, I already barely know what I'm doing, and, and I feel like I'd be okay. I mean, I've dealt with worse, so just... I don't know. I have the most experience with the strange. And I the second most, therefore we should go. Seniority. Nav goes into the oh, room and locks it behind them. Fuck! What the fuck?! Okay, no you fucking don't. I invoke my power against doors! <laughs> no! This is an estate door! <laughs> Lock-picking tools, lock-picking tools! Now, now, wait, uh, honey, <laughs> Joke's on you, the controls for the record player are out here. And also the door locks from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Nav is just holding the doorknob, like, and leaning back as if that's gonna help. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, just gonna straight up open the door because I'm pretty sure Belle is stronger than Nav. Nav gets pulled by the doorknob forward, like... <laughs> Nav, that's extremely noble of you, but I think it's a lot more healthy for us to all just have a discussion about this shit instead of whatever this is. Nav flops onto the floor. Fine. They <laughs> stand back up. Alright, so... It sounds like all of us are still down to at least give this a shot, despite the risks. How many trials do we want to risk? If multiple people did it, and all saw the same recursion, would that confirm that unique property of this version of Spiral Dust? Presumably. I believe the only accurate way to assess that would be two separate trials as opposed to two people at the same trial. That is a good uh, point. And I still hold that this should be done through seniority. The first trial is the most dangerous as the drug seems to lose its potency with each replay. And while that's fair, I also do think 
a matter of your ability to move on past the whole highly addictive substance thing is another major point. And trust me, I've kicked a lot of shit. If you have a history of addictive behavior, doesn't that mean you're a worse candidate? Oh no, trust me. I've tried a million things, never stuck with them. Dr. Hassan, does spiral dust affect people in similar ways to terrestrial drugs depending on body weight? I believe so, yes. And then I suppose Bell is the fact the most logical choice for the first trial as they are the largest of us by some measure, mostly due to height. Hey, hey, do not discount my muscle mass. My apologies. Also muscle mass. Thank you. I'll concede the point, but I will still register my disagreement. Well, by the metric of going by size, you are the second candidate. Fair enough. I will go second. I'm never going to get to do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Nev, come by my apartment later. Yeah, Nev, if you want to do drugs, we we can do drugs sometimes. Oh. Was that what this is about? I didn't want to do drugs. <laughs> yeah, I know a great weed guy. Yeah, weed's fucking legal here, too. Oh, this Dr. Hassan is right there. Oh, wait, weed doesn't count. Weed, weed was, was not legal, legal in 2009. 2009. <laughs> it was functionally legal in, a, in Toronto. Like, it wasn't legal when we lived in Toronto. You still smelled it on every street corner. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Hassan is just standing facing a table with her hand just kind of covering covering her eyes, but like the, her eyes are peeking out and they're just kind of like wide-eyed and she's just, the look on her face is very clearly, I can't be hearing this. <laughs> Belle, get in the door. Completely oblivious to this, just not noticing. Just like, oh, absolutely. We, we can go get some good fucking kush or something. Come on. Like, there's there's a lot of options other than evil, uh, weird spiral dust shit. Belle. Doctor, what? we have made a decision. Yes, that is the decision. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of our bullshit. Everyone at the goddamn estate is. Bell will go first. Then, if everything goes according to plan, I will go in second. We will compare what we see, and we will determine whether or not this is a consistent experience or just a novel way of ingesting spiral dust. And me and Pete will not be able to be involved in these tests because we are short. Well, probably <laughs> for the best. I mean, felt like I would have survived this, but I can't get hooked on something. I'm, I just got a new job. <laughs> That's the reason. If it makes you feel any better, Dr. Allhearts has staff who... This would not be the first time that someone would be hooked on a strange substance in the course of an investigation. We have good services here for rehabilitation. Just please understand the risks you are incurring. Uh, Don't worry, Pete. We don't do drug testing at the estate. That is technically not true. I believe we are testing drugs right now. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, we're kind of setting the new precedent. (laughs) But she made a joke. Um, Alrighty, let's get this fucking show on the road. Alright, we're gonna put Belle in the test chamber. Spin her around really, really fast. Wait, no, that's <laughs> that's a different test. Alright, so you get in the test chamber, everyone else gets their earmuffs on, and the record starts up. And you recognize the song. It is the same song that was being played when you were at the Vinyl Rat. And as the song is played, you start to feel good. You start to feel excited, energized. You're you're at a concert, you're on drugs, it's a good time. And you start to get impressions of what you would know would be another recursion, but most people would think are hallucinations. And what you see are trees twisting, bare, leafless. You see a huge moon in the sky. You see visions of candy canes, sugar plums. You see a vision of 
a hearth. And then the music on the record stops in a way as you hear crashing happening as someone has knocked over a bunch of racks and knocked over part of the stage. And then you hear some people start to swear a little bit and the vision starts to waver. You're still seeing other another recursion, but then it starts to kind of drift into a like a, a flaming volcanic hellscape and then there's a, a a a flash of a blizzard and then there's a flash of a pirate ship on the high seas you're still high but the music has stopped uh the record has run out and uh yeah that's that's how you're feeling okay woo really want to do some push-ups all right all right oh fucking uh kind of wave to the others p waves how did it go uh so i think i know why they were so fucking cross this fuck good high fucking shit uh the they were really pissed before remember they were so so pissed about that shit uh the the whole crashing thing that's because it's on the record they were recording that onto this. It the whole crash is there, but I, I saw into another fuck ton of trees and a the big ass moon. There was fucking candy canes and shit, pirates and a fireplace. It there was a lot. Uh, Nav hands Bell a notebook. Please take detailed notes on everything that you've seen. Uh, I start jotting down everything I can remember. Your hand is shaky. It's not it's not the worst, but it's like, you know. My usual bad handwriting is just a little worse than usual. Trust me, when you're high, you think you can write and you cannot write. Should we get a water? Seems Yes, enough. water would be good. Bell, how do you Have feel? Have a seat on the couch. Are you you look better than any uh dust user I've ever met. So that's something. I feel high as fuck. Which is certainly always a failing, but mostly I'm <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm mostly fine. Just, uh, really fucking high. Whew. Huh. God damn, do I, I, I feel, I got energy for days. I want to fuck, I want to start doing some fucking push-ups. I want to look at her eyes and see if I can see the spiral in them. The spiral is in them. Neat. Nav takes a picture. Well, I would say this test was a rousing success. And it doesn't appear as though her hands have become any shade of violet. One good thing to know, I suppose, is it seems that this uh, record means of consumption is diluting the effect, perhaps? Uh, but you're seeing other recursions, so it from this trial, we, we have hopes that there are fewer side effects, so at least it's not as dangerous, I suppose. Yeah, this is not nearly as bad as that time I took ketamine. Uh, Why would you? That's for horses. <laughs> I didn't fucking know it was ketamine at the time. Did you think well, that just raises more questions. <laughs> Look, I have really, really shit taste in fucking partners, all right? Okay. Led me to a lot of bad, bad decisions. Uh -oh. oh, no. <laughs> would you like some kind of comforting gesture, such as a hug? I feel like that would make you very uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. Uh, just like a pat on the head. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Nev? Nev pats Bell on the head. <laughs> Being high as fuck, that is like tear-inducing kinds of euphoria. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right. It's my turn. All right. Colin, good luck. Nav is going to sit next to Belle and like awkwardly put their arm around their shoulder and keep patting it because they seem to be more emotionally distraught now. <laughs> and it's just kind of writing, but at the same time, kind of muttering about it. like fucking hell. I was so I was so I was so sure about the flying purple people eater shit. I was I was really sure, Nav. I was I, w I really thought I had something there. I understand. It is difficult to let go of hypotheses that are incorrect. All right, Colin. We're so close there. <laughs> Sorry. Do you, do you if you want to keep doing this thing? No, that's that's good. That's okay. good. Colin, 
you hop into the room, you set up the record player once again to be able to run, and the music starts, and you start to feel excited. You start to feel high. You felt, you felt this before. You've done some things. <laughs> it does. It's certainly not the worst. It's it's not the most like overwhelming you've ever felt. But you start to see visions of sugar plums and twisted bear trees, a forest, the moonlight filtering through its branches. You see smoke coming out of a chimney. You see candy canes. And you see a rusted merry-go-round. And then the music gets interrupted once again and people start swearing and then the mus- the visions start to waver and shift into a magnificent glass city and then into a castle made clouds with horses hopping across them and the music ends and you are you're pretty you're pretty high but you know this is not the hardest thing you've ever taken Okay, everybody, we're good. Hey. Uh, how was it? It was all right. You know, I've, it's not the, the hardest shit I've taken, but, like, it's pretty good. Notes, nav hands, a notebook, and a pencil, and sits him down somewhere. Yo, yo, did you see the, the fucking forest shit? Fuck yeah. As the moonlight was pouring yeah. down through the trees. It was like fucking raining moonlight, man. It was pretty. Notes. I'm not sure how much time has passed, but if possible, Pete would have handed them both waters. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Pete. Start scribbling down some notes uh, towards the bottom of the page. I have just doodled a very badly drawn merry-go-round. <laughs> Dr. Hassan is checking both of you over, checking your eyes. I think you should both check with Dr. With You should both check with Marcel at some point, but you seem to be doing okay for now, in my inexpert medical opinion. I mean, cool. Are there any similarities? Do you think you, that are... The forest, man! We both saw the trees! Candy canes? Yo, yes! Those were fucking... What was the... There was a tone. It was like, kind of... It kind of rustic shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like fucking candy canes and sugar plums. Like, what the fuck? Fascinating. And there was the crash, and there was the hellscape. Exact. <sighs> Fucking what the hell? Also, that's hilarious, Pete. Your Seriously? crash is on the record, and everyone starts yelling, and the guy on the stage is swearing. They're all just losing their shit. <laughs> oh. You're like you're like a Rube Goldberg machine made into a person. <laughs> You know, this wasn't how I was expecting to get famous. How many of these things are there? <laughs> I doubt that they're going to be releasing this record to their audience, considering the major flaw in the production. You you fucking kidding me? This shit should be on Spotify. Spotify doesn't exist. Wait, does it? Fuck! <laughs> this shit should be on um, LimeWire. On the radio. On iTunes. Spotify was 2016. <laughs> God damn it! iTunes might be out, but... iTunes is definitely out. I, wa- I was listening to fucking iTunes by then. Everybody's so high they're inventing Spotify. God damn it. Wait, what if there was a site where you could just stream all of the music? Yes, you Bro, could. They, 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 so fucking genius! I, they've already made Napster. No, <laughs> nah. This 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 one's so much more clean. It's a lot. It's gonna be kind of black and green uh, themed. It's gonna be red as shit. What if you had a machine learning system 
that could take what other people have listened to and use it to create customized suggestions and playlists. Because playlists don't make themselves, or do they? We can make the playlists. We could make the playlists. Yeah! Make themselves. If we could program robots, why would we make them pick songs? Let's just see. Because I'm leaving. Navis immediately starts getting teary-eyed. Music is the soul of life in the universe across every recursion. Music is the reason we go we go on in our everyday lives while we bother being alive. Dr. Hassan, can you babysit my high friends? I want to report back to the administrator. I actually wanted to talk to you. I thought it would be interesting. Oh. But I found it, this is amazing, Nav. It seems that the music, at least the magical, inf- magically infused music, can guide the visions of that can eventually lead to translation. It, I should, I, sh- I want to be surprised, but in some ways I'm not, given some of the other research that has been done on perception and translation. But to have records drugging people, uh, which is certainly dangerous but to have records drugging people and guiding them to see the same recursion violence spiral dust that is somewhat of a game changer do you think there's any way for us to use these two's experience of that recursion to guide us to the correct one without having to overdose somebody on magical record dust well i have not translated myself but I, to my understanding, you can translate to a recursion that you've already been to, obviously. Uh, typically, you need some kind of, if you haven't been there, you need some kind of very good description at worst. Typically, something that, a painting, a, a description, but I, it may be possible for them to guide a translation trance given that they have seen it. Uh, especially the two of them, it it may be possible. And would my premonition potentially count as such a view of the recursion? Hmm. To my understanding, premonitions are not always literal. Hmm. Yes, that is a problem. <sighs> Nev sighs. Is it going to be necessary for all of us to be drugged in order to get to this recursion safely? I don't believe so. What do you suggest? Well, I suggest they come down from their high, but I, you might be able to attempt a trance. I, I say try. If, if you want to go to this recursion, I suggest attempting the trance and seeing what happens. At worst, well, I was going to say at worst you don't go anywhere, but that then it occurred to me that you could just miss. But uh, there are worse things that could happen. Right. We're not going to be able to accomplish anything today. Let's get these two somewhere safe where they can come down and. I'll go over the notes and the information we have and attempt to get some kind of a plan together for this jump into a new recursion. It's been a while, at least not, well, been a while since we've done this intentionally. That sounds like a plan to me, one very logically thought out. Thank you. Pete, can you help me get these two somewhere where they're not going to get themselves harmed? Oof. Fine. No, no, you gotta understand, music is, it is what connects us across every continuum. It is this very, it is everything, man, it's everything. You know what, that sounds really good. How about we talk about this over here, and he will, I guess, is there like a medical, a med bay? Or- the closest thing to, to expressing the inexpressible is music. See? You get it, man. You'll get it. Is there anywhere I could take these high bastards? <laughs> there, There is a medbay. <laughs> I don't know if there's a medbay is going to do anything. Like, it's not like they haven't 
antidote to this. Let's just take them to Nav's apartment for now, and we'll just try to get them to sleep it off. You want to watch The Big Lebowski? Yo, yeah! Good fucking movie! Pete's gonna just do some sort of hybrid between, like, putting an arm around both of their shoulders and, like, leading them by the scruff of the net like they're cats. It's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna slowly kind of guide them and so, uh, your place then, Nev? I guess they'd be more comfortable than a sick bear. How long does... To his doctor, son, how long does the come down usually take for this? To be honest, I mean, spiral dust, uh, in its powder form, it varies depending on how much they took, but, you know, at least a few hours, but this is somewhat diluted, so I, I don't know. Might be quicker. And I think you can all feel, or the two of you can feel that it is wearing off a bit. You you are not as off your ass. <laughs> I it will be a relatively fast come come down. Like you'll probably be done in like an hour or so. Let's go to my place and watch a movie. All right, Big Lebowski. <laughs> Big Lebowski, sure. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, is, fa- Pete, Pete. Um, is, is that a real movie? My mom always doesn't sound like a real movie. Uh, mom always taught me I should do the. I I go into my pockets and yank out my keys and hand them over to Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to drive in this fucking country anyway. Apparently. Why do you have keys? <laughs> my you apartment. <laughs> you don't have a car, Bell. Are these even car keys? <laughs> what did you? No, they're for my place. But. Why? I have a habit of wandering off when I'm a little off my ass sometimes. It it it's been a bit. I haven't done shit like this in a while. Nav starts digging around their bag for some kind of GPS located item to stick <laughs> on to Bell. <laughs> Make sure to tag your pets. <laughs> Microchip them so the vet can identify. <laughs> slip they slip a small device into into Bell's pocket and like let's let's all go home now. Let's get tacos. February 27th, 2009, security log, Captain Quinn Gray. Administrator Wise has only now caught on to the fact that bringing new hires into a freshly renovated facility while bypassing standard vetting might weaken internal security. He's asked me to double check the backgrounds of anyone recruited in the last six months for anything unusual or that might point toward a mole. Jokes on him, I have a running list of everyone I didn't get to vet. Top of the list, Chief Custodian Michael O'Connor. Where did he even find that guy? He was here before I was. I'll also be immediately looking into Saban Parrish, Sarah Wilson, Peter Bardwell. Yo, is D&D at your place tonight? <sighs> I'm doing a log. Oh, sorry. We're playing at Kareem's house. He's baking pies. Damn it, I'll have to redo this. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role-playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world-building by the cast of Diceweave.